We are rolling. Welcome to episode number 26 of The Student Manager. It's Fonger News. And today with me, we have two guests. We have brothers, twin brothers, Nick Orsini and Angelo Orsini. What's Glad up, guys? Glad to be here. How you doing? Yeah, great. <laughs> doing great, doing great. This is, uh, we got to do some housekeeping items. We got to take care of our executive producer, Murph Cargus, formerly of... Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray. Making, making it all happen. And our corporate sponsors. Do you want to say the corporate sponsors? Sure. I'll say, uh, Newport Rib Company. We have a lot of competition, but our ribs don't. It's hey. on Harbor Boulevard. Get your table bus by me. Yep. There you go. Angelo actually works there, and their father is John Orsini of, again, Newport Rib Company. So if you haven't had the ribs, you haven't had their beans, Go there, Harbor. Say you want the Fonger News discount, and, and Jew will hook you up, right? Yeah, probably, probably, maybe a free appetizer. Yeah. Okay, free appetizer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get right down to it. Uh, you both are juniors uh, at your respective schools. Uh, Nick, you're going to Auburn University, yep. and then Angelo, you're at Oregon State in Corvallis. Yep. Been to both. All right. Oh. We're gonna have a lot to talk about, uh, but. Again, let's let's reemphasize this goal of the podcast is to help high school students and parents with the college search and admission process. I can talk all day long about, and we we're doing this over lunch, yeah. all my experiences at Corvallis and at Auburn, but I love having students come on, especially as juniors, because you're in your third year, you mm -hmm. can kind of share that same experience. And yep. we got, yeah. we, we have the same job. stuff under your boat, you know? Yeah. Right? Did some right? things. So let, what was, let, let me ask this. Let's, Angela, let's start with you. Um, you're on the West Coast, Corvallis, Oregon State. What made you decide to go there coming out of modern day? Okay. It's a really like homey place. Like everyone's super nice there. It doesn't have the California ish kind of feel, which is just kind of different. Um, and it's really just beautiful there. It's an hour and 30 away from like everything, like the beach, although it's super cold, but it, I hear the waves get ridiculously big, like in the winter. Um, Portland and get great donuts. Um, <laughs> voodoo, voodoo donuts. <laughs> actually went there once when I lost my key in Auburn, but that's another story. Um, and yeah, I just really like it but there. Let, let's be honest. I'm going to stick on Corvallis, Oregon State because... I've driven through there. It's hard to get to, and you're not like near a major airport per se besides Portland. Mm. And when I was there, it, it's, and, and I can say this because my daughter goes to UW in Seattle, it's that drizzle and that spit. So coming from Southern California, what do you tell high school students? What do you tell parents? How do you sell Corvallis, which you just, which okay. you just talked about? Um, yes, it does drizzle a lot in the winter and it does get cold. Um, in the spring and the fall terms though, it's pretty sunny, at least this year, last couple years, like my first couple years, it was raining a little bit, but honestly you have a bunch of fun anyways. And yeah, it took me a bit to get used to, but I mean, I just, I personally didn't have that fun of a first year, but it, it did rain a bunch, but like, I just didn't really adapt well. Right. Right. And a lot of kids did from California. Like they, they had tons of like fun. Um, and yeah, I joined a really great fraternity and I just started to have a ton of fun. Perfect. And hold that thought. Cause we'll get into the Greek life, but let's go to Nick because now we're going to switch all the way to the sec and I've been to Auburn too. And uh, to me, I don't mind cause I love Atlanta. Obviously yeah. I'm wearing my Georgia gear right now. Right. <laughs> uh, but I don't mind flying Atlanta and making that drive to Auburn. 
talk to the my followers and listeners about Auburn and why you love it so much. Uh, yeah, it's a trip to get to Auburn. Um, it's like a four or five hour flight to Atlanta, and then it's a nice room there. But once you get there, it's it's one of the best campuses. Like, I mean, it's the best campus I've visited. Uh, I mean, game days are just something else down south. It's just a whole day experience. That's so much fun. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I just love the this the scene. It's just like a good good vibe. Like. There's like nice bars downtown, which are like every like pretty much everybody's a student. It's just everything centered around the the college, which I really love. And it is a small college town, and yeah. we went there on a game day. Uh, I think we arrived. We learned our experience. So if you're trying to do tailgates, we used to. My very first one was LSU. We landed on a, a Friday. And then uh, we were there through Sunday. But I said, if I had to do this all over again, Auburn was the second trip we did. We landed Thursday night, kind of got the feel, going into town, right? People really weren't setting up that tailgate yet Thursday. Friday, they started setting it up. The yeah. pep rally, the bands, and you can see like the the RVs hanging out, oh, yeah. right? And, 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 and then the restaurants. And what I noticed, and, and you tell me if I'm correct or wrong, and we could talk about some of the places, it's inexpensive. The bars to get alcohol and food was inexpensive. The tips, you don't have to tip a lot, um, but just that vibe and energy. Yeah, the dollar definitely carries a lot farther down south. Like whenever I work here for summer, I usually get paid in cash. And it just, like I the minimum wage is obviously much higher here. And then I take all that money and then I go back to Auburn and it just, like the drinks are so much cheaper down oh. there than out here. Like. This winter break, like I've only gone out like a couple nights, but I've spent a lot more than trying to save that money. Yeah, How's exactly. it in Corvallis? Yeah, it's like nine fifty here in California, and like three. It's more than nine fifty here. The minimum wage. No, 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 no. Oh. I'm talking about to get a drink. To get a drink. It's nine fifty. That's not even minimum wage. It's a drink. Um, and it's like three three fifty to in or Corvallis it's super nice so, so you guys are like big man on campus is junior just paying the bill coming from southern california right <laughs> yeah uh, don't don't say that too much yeah, <laughs> yeah. i don't want to give people that idea <laughs> drinks on our own meat people right <laughs> so uh let's let's set the stage both over 21 when you were freshmen okay at auburn how difficult was it? Because obviously we're no dummies. Parents are out there. They're probably listening to this. We might be gaining more followers or losing more followers after this statement. But let's face it, your high school senior is going to be a freshman. They will go out and, and have fun, experiment. Some of them may want to drink. So is it hard to get into bars or are uh, in Auburn as well as Corvallis. Let's start with you, Nick. All right, yeah. Uh, I'm a door guy uh, at a bar in Auburn. So... I would say for the most part, it's not too difficult. There's like when it's really busy, then my bar gets stricter on like who you can accept and stuff like that. But like on weeknights, um, it's usually not too busy. So as long as the ID like isn't ex like I really shouldn't be saying this, but as long as it's not expired and it's past 21, the bar really can't be liable. So for the most part, like it's not too hard to like get into bars with a fake ID, I would say. Yeah. Corvallis is kind of the opposite. It's kind of real. It's hard, hard to get in bars um, if you're like not over 21. I've had a couple people get their like fake IDs taken. But uh, like if you're in a fraternity or like you have friends, you, you can always kind of get alcohol. Of like, course. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, no, a like, it's, yeah a it's a college. Yeah, it's a college. And kids know other kids that are 21 and it's 
it's not difficult, but I mean, it's not, you, you can't really get into bars, which is more, it is more the older scene. Like, so like junior or freshman and sophomore year, you don't really go to the bars cause you just have a lot of fun at house parties or at like fraternities. So it's not really a big need. Right. And you know what? And I hear that. And that's great because you guys are both juniors and I've talked to uh, college students and when they're freshmen, either in the Greek system or in the dorm life, having fun, they're doing their own things. They're like, Oh, we're going to go hang out at that area with the bars. When we turn 21, you know, when we're juniors and seniors. So now that you're 21, right. And you kind of experience like, here's what we did when we're freshmen. You live, uh, Angela, did, did you live in the dorms? I did live in the dorms for the, my first year. Okay. Now where are you living? I live at a fraternity. Um, in my second year, I lived in apartment complexes, so I've had a little bit of everything. It's like way different for fraternity and dorms, or in dorm. Actually, all three are super different. Tell tell the students out there that are guys or boys, right? And then parents, you know, this will be you know insight. What are the differences? Because you've you've had it from freshman year, sophomore year to junior year. Okay, my freshman year dorms were. It's it's pretty loud most of the time. Like every once in a while, you'll have to like knock on a door, and everyone's cool about it. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I kept kept the noise down. I'll turn it down. Or if it's a big party, you just kind of join it. To be honest, or <laughs> or you could just be like you suffer through it. Um, and you just you go every day. You just go just to food on campus, and there's this really nice place. And you get orange bucks and you kind of have to pay just straight up and the food is better. It's Joe's Burgers is the best burger you're going to get on Oregon State. Joe's Burgers. Um, and we just got in and out like 45 minutes away. But uh, wait, 40? that's big. 45 minutes away. Your first uh, in and out. Yeah, we just got our first in and out. I, I bet students are driving down there. Oh, absolutely. Um, Send the pledges. <laughs> 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 yeah, the first day it opens, I, I, I just finished my finals and we went there right afterwards. That's a good celebration. Is yeah. that south? <laughs> is that south of Corvallis or north of Corvallis? Oh, um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I just drove there. Um, but yeah, I, I did an all-nighter and then right after my finals, I was walking home and they were like, "Hey, we're going in and out." I was like, "All right, fine. <laughs> I got to jump in," and it was. It's really so, good, honestly. Let, let's switch to Auburn. Uh, uh, talk me through freshman year, sophomore year, junior year of living in the dorms to what we kind of experienced and talked about the Greek life a little bit to what you're doing today. Yeah. Um, so freshman year, I lived in the dorms. I lived in one of the nicer dorms, so I still had my own bedroom, which was very nice. Uh, but you need to get like on you need to get on housing like pretty early to get into those ones. Uh and then it's been I've done off campus apartments these past couple years. Oh, and uh, okay. getting getting on housing early is super key. Like I, li I my mom kept on telling me do this, do this, and I'm just kind of laid back, and I got a terrible like three person economic triple, and it's just not better than what you could get. Right, right, yeah. Uh, same thing with Auburn. Like each dorm is very different. Uh, so if you don't like know your roommate or like you don't like sharing a room, then make sure to like sign up for the housing early or else you'll Do get stuck in the hill. Yeah. yeah. Although I will say it's not like the end of the world getting an economic triple. Like it's not 
Like they, they know how much space a kid needs like yeah. to study. It's not too so bad. what's the, someone applying to Auburn, what's the best dorm to apply to? Um, the village is really nice. Uh, what is it? The, the quad's pretty good. It's like in the center of campus and like everything's around you. Uh, yeah, I would say those are the best too. What about Corvallis? Oh, um, there's this one, I forget the name of it. I should totally, um, it's called the castle. That's, that's all you need to ask. That's about. the slang term. Yeah. It's a slang term. Um, yeah, everybody just calls everyone, it that. You'll know when you go to Corvallis, you'll hear about it. And that's like the main one. It's super nice, but there's a bunch of nice ones. Um, like there's some football and like the athletic. Right. I forgot about that one. Nice. Yeah. There's one that there's South Donahue for us, but it's like 49% uh, ath- athletes and then 51% students. Students, yeah. yeah. And there's like these for if you're going from outside the country, um, they're super nice. Like there's a bunch of transfer kids that it's just like the nicest dorms. In the too. castle? No, it's not in the uh, castle. It's the other ones. We just remodeled a bunch of dorms and. So I'm probably pretty like out of touch with dorm life, to be honest. Well, you guys are now juniors living off campus. Uh, you're thinking about graduating, right? Major, Nick, what's your major? Uh, accounting. Accounting. Yeah. And you've been accounting all three years? Pretty much. Yeah, it's pre-business for the first two years. Every, like every business major does pretty similar, like pre, like all the prerequisites. And, and Angela, what about you? I'm mathematical economics. Mathematical economics walk our listeners through a schedule, right? Like unit wise, time wise with your class. So we can kind of get a sense of what's the balance. Well, we'll start with you, Angelo. Okay. Um, first of all, don't get an 8 a.m. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, okay. So it's I shouldn't fun. be mad at my uh, daughter when I, I tell her, you got to start getting classes like at 9, 30, 11 and, and she, all her classes or later, like maybe oh, like 11, That's 12, the best 30. way to do it. Yeah. It's, it's how yeah, you learn yeah. best, or at least how I learn best. I'm not a morning person, obviously. Okay. Um, but usually people start at 10, and then it's it's however it lines up. And sometimes you'll have an hour between classes, and you can just relax, and sometimes back to back. And you can, you can decide, but yeah, there's a lot of classes, so you can kind of decide how you want to spread them out. And it's really personal preference. What about you, Nick? Um, so like what what my schedule is? Mm-hmm. Or okay. Um, now I I'll, I have to take a couple eight a.m.s because uh, like there's only a certain amount of classes for like accounting. So I have a couple eight a.m.s and then not I on have, a Friday, is it? No, no, like Monday, <laughs> Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, so it shouldn't still shouldn't be too bad. Uh. And then I have a couple like later in the days, like three thirties to like four thirty, but like for the most part, you'll be able to get like midday classes and take care of it. Like okay. a bunch of people are able to like adjust their schedules, especially like in the later years where like I didn't have a Friday class last semester, so I'd have three day weekends every week. Oh yeah, I don't have a Monday okay. class. Wow. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, you could you could mess around with it a lot. So. When you're, you're at Auburn, it's a quarter. At Oregon State, it's semester. Switch right? it. Oh, yeah. I'm a semester. Your semester. Auburn semester. Yeah. And, and Oregon State is quarter. Do, do you, do you even know the difference? I mean, I talk to students a lot, and, and they say, "Well, I'd prefer a quarter. I prefer a semester." What do you 
I mean, I just know that semesters are longer and then we get out earlier for summer and then we come back earlier yeah. from summer break. That's really mostly. And then I know we'd have two of them when you guys usually do three a year. Yeah. That's, that's about all I finals know. Finals are pretty like the same. Like I, I know the time difference, but there's still, I'm pretty sure the same difficulty. I don't think they're really like that much because there's, I mean, there's still, less material on your finals. Oh yeah. If there's less variety, but yeah. that's kind of the only Different. And I always said this, I think quarter, I mean, there are shorter, quicker, it, the units are worth more, correct? If I'm not mistaken, like I think four. I, I have more um, yeah. units. Or yeah, 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 and that, yeah. But And semesters are longer. You have the opportunity, well, at least when I was at Long Beach State in the semester, of, I did bad on a test. I had time to make, make up for that bad grade. Yeah. Right? Yeah. As juniors, and um, do you, what type of companies are coming on campus to interview if they do that are you engaged in that what uh so because you know it's about networking and mm -hmm. trying to get that job after college talk to me about future careers companies coming in to interview what are you thinking about oh um so my friends are in um what's it called um, like like a business fraternity no no they're they're in uh like, like a club the major, their major is like the mathematical. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> computer science. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like computer science or mechanics or. Uh. All right. Anyways, the they 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 get um, automatic or basically automatic internships. Oh, okay. okay. Like in summer. What like, kind of companies, if you know? Um, local I, I or actually have no idea what type of companies, but it's called Mecop, and they absolutely love it. They take like the quarter, like it could be during this quarter and they just like do internships and have like a couple classes, I think. All right. And Might have to look in that. We just had one of our guests, uh, Jack Meyer, former modern day student as well at Northeastern, uh, which is huge in the co-op program, which is all based off of skill set and on job training, right? You, and where you're getting paid and learning while you're going to school. What about you and Nick at Auburn in terms of companies, career-wise? Yeah, they, they do a really good job at uh, at least the business school. They have, like, job fairs every semester. Um, like, for the account, there's, like, a professional development accounting class that you have to take. And there was, like, a professional coming in, like, once, usually, like, once every other week, like, talking about, like, their company, like, trying to recruit certain people or just, like, telling you, like, what you're going to need to to stand out to certain companies. So they do a really good job of like, they have a strong network in Atlanta and like all across like the South. Right. Of, right. Like trying to connect you to businesses really well. And I tell high school students this as well as parents, when you think about college, think about a, when you graduate, what kind of metropolitan city is it near? Like for example, Oregon state's near Portland, right? Maybe Seattle. Auburn is near, I always say Atlanta, yeah. right? So I think about those and two like big Montgomery. things. And yeah. Montgomery, Birmingham, yeah, Birmingham, right? Yeah. And then I always think about flights, right? Because mm -hmm. obviously when your dad, John, comes out with your mom, like I think about, is it easy access not only for them, because it's all about the parents, yeah. or even when you guys come <laughs> home for Thanksgiving or Christmas, do you want to get stuck at the airport? Like, do, have you guys had any difficulties getting home, getting back to school, or even your parents getting to you? 
I mean, I've had to run through security pretty fast, but that was because I was late, and that's mostly my fault. You know, like, user error. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I mean, I like the Atlanta airport. It's really big, but once you get, like know how to maneuver from it, it's it's been pretty reliable for me. I mean, it it is like a whole day trip though. Like you gotta, yes. yeah, you gotta drive an hour and a half to Atlanta, and then go through all that security, and then a four or five hour flight. So it's gonna take most of the day. But I mean, for the Atlanta goes directly to John Wayne, so it's and John Wayne's awesome. So I don't have to deal with LAX. I, I love yeah. Atlanta Hartsfield International Airport. By the way, if you ever ever go back there, I'm telling all my listeners, one flew south. It's in Terminal. F, it's the international terminal. It's the best restaurant in Atlanta. Ooh. Again, one flew south. I just went back south. to Atlanta right. for my birthday. We had a little layover. I had like 14 of my good friends and we all just hung out at one flew south. And the only way to get in there is if you're flying. You can't just go, hey, I'm going to go eat at one flew south. So right. check that I'll out. Try that. Um, yeah. You're on the West Coast. So it's pretty much you're flying into Portland. Yeah, Portland. You got to fly into Portland and there's shuttles which are super nice and they, it takes two hours to get to Corvallis from shuttle and probably like hour and a half, a little, little longer than that from Portland. Um, and it's been pretty smooth, although I left my key in Auburn one time and user had to get the whole thing. Yeah, user error is all that really matters, although it does take a lot out of you like that first day. Like you got to take either a solid nap after or like just drink a bunch of coffee and rally. Let's talk about the experience of game day. I know my experience at Auburn. I watched a Georgia-Auburn game. I mean, the night before, Nick, just walking by the statues of Bo and Cam. <laughs> yeah. And then the, I don't even know what they call it. The Eagle the Walk. walk? What it, the Tiger Walk. Yeah, Tiger Walk. The yeah. band. And, and yeah. you have, at the time, it was Gene Chesick and give me high fives. Little did you know he's going to get fired the next year. <laughs> um, but, it, and you... Angela, you went to an Auburn game, right? To, to with, oh, with your brother. Yeah. So let's talk about that whole experience. Yeah, they went to the Iron Bowl this year, which was one of the greatest games of all time. Yeah, it got spoiled. Completely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's a whole day experience. Uh, that game was like a 2.30 game, and uh, tailgating starts at like 9, 8.30 in the morning. Yeah, so, Nick got there a bit late. I did, but I was working the night before. Let's just put it that way. Uh, so, yeah, it's a whole day experience. I mean, uh, if you're like in a fraternity, then uh, pledges have to dress up a little bit nicer. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and then there's like a, you have to get a game day date, which is always fun. Uh, and, yeah, it's just a great time, you know, just a lot of oh, drinking, it's, it's a lot of watching you know? football and then you know probably take a good nap afterwards <laughs> <laughs> and coming from oregon state because your football team isn't the greatest in the pac-12 how how was this experience for you oh this was like a whole different ball game it was um although tailgating corvallis is fun and it's still a lot of drinking and just hanging out with a bunch of people and i love the people that i hang out with like you can find your group at corvallis um it's like the, they get pretty rowdy at Corvallis, but it's nothing like nothing like SEC Auburn. football games are truly a religion. Yep. Yeah. And all right. So tradition as well. So after an Auburn wins, Nick, explain what we do on the corner. You roll tumors corner. So basically, uh, 
So there's these trees uh, down, like downtown. There's uh, College Street and I think Magnolia. And there's all these trees. And basically you just, you get toilet paper and you basically just teep a yum. So you just roll all the trees and it looks like snow. It looks like from like an overhead view, it looks like it's snowing down south. And then they clean it up pretty fast, like the next day. But it's always like it's a good like family environment. Like you get like the kids going there, rolling tumors corner. Like it's yeah. a nice little moment. I threw. I, yeah, I, I was throwing some toilet paper and accidentally hit a dad's head once. But <laughs> I got it up there eventually. But yeah, I don't, I don't know how everyone gets a bunch of toilet paper there. Like it just oh, kind there's of people just, selling them. Yeah, I, I, we missed that. But everybody's ready. Everybody's and ready. why don't we talk to our. Uh, listeners about the uh, obviously the uh, uh, the iron bowl but what happened to the tree a few oh years ago? a few years back there was a crazy alabama fan and they basically like he he knew a lot about soil so he was able to poison the soil and kill the trees so now we had to take out those trees and there's two new trees in their spot and they're currently like they're a lot smaller than they were Mm -hmm. they used to be these huge i think willow trees just like over the sidewalk just beautiful but now they're a little bit smaller but you know they'll get there eventually but yeah crazy alabama fan so eighty thousand rocking and rolling in jordan hair right before the game talk to the audience that does not know about the tradition of War Dam Eagle. Oh yeah, War Dam Eagle. So uh, there's a lot of legends of how the phrase War Dam Eagle started. One of it is like we were down 14 or something to Georgia, and then some war veterans eagle landed on the 50 yard line, and then somebody yelled War Dam Eagle, and then that's how it started. And then there's like a few other like less entertaining stories that how it might have actually started. But basically, Wardam Eagle is before a football every football game, uh, an eagle. We have circles around the stadium, and everybody in unison goes war. And then when it lands at the fifty, after it does a full circle above everybody's head, you say eagle, hey, and that's the start of every football game. And going there, I had my video kind of camera out there. You just get the chills. Yeah, it's a great it's, experience. It's surreal. Is there a lot of, obviously both of you guys went to uh, modern day. Is there a lot of, I know my neighbor across the street, uh, Allie, she just graduated from Auburn is one. And I knew somebody else that was a softball player that actually transferred from Auburn to Washington, did not like it at all. Um, different reasons, obviously. But do you, do you run into a lot of California kids from Auburn, specifically Orange County, Nick? Um, a few. Uh, yeah, I visited a few uh when I like when I visited there, there was a couple like juniors and seniors that I kind of knew, and like one sophomore. But there's a few Orange County people, not like a ton, but you know, once in a while I see it's nice to see like a fellow Orange County person. And what about more on the West Coast, up in Corvallis? In Corvallis, I actually didn't know anyone going into Oregon State, and that was part of the reason why I had such a not I, less fun of a freshman year um but the more and more people i meet there's some from southern california like a couple from irvine um but most of them are from northern california so it's it's most just northern california but still a good amount 
Let's talk to the audience about how we got to Auburn, how we got to Corvallis. Both graduated class of 16, right? A modern day. Yeah. Seven? Three years ago? 17? Yes. Yeah, yeah. 16. So, by the way, <laughs> it, it, for, for us local, I, I mean, right, it's been three years ago. Went to modern day, was part of the CIF championship team with modern day basketball. No, we didn't win it. Was I that mean, the year? we didn't win this. Because I went to the. Okay, we lost see. to Bishop uh, oh. Montgomery. Oh, Bishop Montgomery. Yeah, yeah, that's Bishop right. Montgomery, yeah. Actually, I was injured and they didn't. Yeah, have exactly. That's why. That's, why. <laughs> that's right. Bishop Montgomery with yeah. actually Ethan Thompson, Thompson who's now at Oregon State, Oregon right? State. And Stevie yeah. Thompson, who graduated from Oregon State. Yeah. And their dad, Stevie Thompson, I remember when he went to Crenshaw High School. So I kind of followed him when they went to Oregon State. Um, but you guys were, I still remember this, the back of the jerseys that obviously Modern Day has these nicknames, Thing 1 and Thing 2. Yep. yep. <laughs> Correct? And yes. I mean, it comes from, I think we were always the two shortest guys. So like the jerseys were always like out, like numerical. Yeah. So then Angela would be one and I would be two. And then... Well, I was actually always, in the game jerseys, I was one and actually Bulbul, who went to Oregon, he took my jersey number. Yeah, goddamn Bobo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he, he was pretty nice about it and it was all good. But yeah, um, my dad actually went into thing one and thing two and he got a thing three shirt. And uh, shirt, yeah. He, he, he was, was always picture. wearing to the game and it was. Yeah. It was I think nice. I remember him on the sidelines with thing three. Yeah. So coming out of modern day, let's start with you, Nick. ACT GPA. Um, ACT, I got a 30. GPA. Weighted, probably like a three point seven ish, and then unweighted, like three point three, three point four, I think. How many times did you take the ACT? Twice. Twice. Uh, thirty both times, or was the no first time? like twenty seven, and then like thirty, yeah. And you didn't want to take it a third time. No, I didn't. You were I done. I didn't like yeah. taking it. <laughs> thirty right. decent. Angelo, you. I got a twenty two. And uh, on my ACT, um, I did take it twice. Um, my GPA was a 2.7. Um, and that's just, I didn't take any AP classes. Um, I um, worked at the Newport Rib Company, uh, and I did a bunch of sports. So I just didn't have a ton of time. Did, did we do any outside tutoring or test prepping? Oh, for the ACT? Correct. Yes. Uh, the, on the second time. Yeah, the second time. Um, where did we go to? Um, the place. It helped. It wasn't, it wasn't the, you were thinking of. No, no. Yeah, I was thinking of college-wise. But that was just yeah, to the, help us decide that, colleges. That wasn't like mm -hmm. ACT prep. I forget what it was called, but it, it helps. ACT prep definitely like boosted it, me up like a few points. And we've had a couple uh, tutors on to talk okay, about gotcha. that as well as students saying, Hey, they've taken the ACT three or four times as well as, you know, the scores that they've gotten, uh, and actually now going into like the mission process. Right. So, and we talked about this, uh, at over lunch, uh, before you guys came here of, you know, your twin brothers, right? There's mom and dad. How are we going to go uh, visit these schools? So talk through, when did you start visiting colleges? We After we got accepted and not yes. accepted, so that that's a main thing. Like, don't don't go to a school that you're not sure about if you're gonna get into. Like, unless you just want to do it for fun. Like, they are fun trips. Um, and make sure that like you find a college student that you know ish well ish enough, 
or any way possible, but get there, go to some party or have a bunch of fun because they love to show off their fraternities or just any house parties. And it's just, honestly, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, everybody my, loves a visitor. Everyone yeah. loves a visitor. So, and, and let me ask this, because this is what we're hearing a theme as well. Visit, but try not to visit. I always tell people if you're, you should go visit at least two times. One, maybe game day to see yeah. that experience. But then go on a weekday on a Tuesday, Wednesday in Corvallis or Auburn. Let's see what it's really like. That's true. Yeah. Although I think uh, it's mostly do. similar like everywhere though, like on a Monday or Tuesday. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, it's always, I mean, if you can visit twice, then I would do it. I only visited once, but yeah, that sounds. So after you got your scores back, you're telling me you didn't do any college visits prior to your senior year. No, uh, I don't think so. Not um, like college, well, college visits. We we visited to for my sister. Yeah. Um, once or twice. Yeah, she but. like wanted to go to like Chicago schools and stuff like that. Right. But I don't know. I I wanted like some football and some basketball. You know, just more of that type of scene. So those Chicago schools didn't really interest me as much. And, and that's good to point out because there's a school for everybody. Yeah. And it's always. Uh, did your parents, did you feel any pressure from dad and mom? Um, um, to where to decide? No. They're, they're really like supportive. So they really let us have free reigns, I would say, for the most part, where to go. I mean, except for USC, obviously. Yeah, they my dad, no. yeah, my dad's not. UCLA alumni. That was not going to be acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's kind of like, well, we told my daughter, I, she applied to USC. She got rejected. But... I, I said, if you really got in there, would you go? She goes, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna apply there. Yeah, I, I got. I think I got accepted. And I just, I just wanted to deny them. Yeah. Like that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted <laughs> to say no. <laughs> let's do that more. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, let's talk about that. How many schools uh, did you apply to? I applied to like 15 schools. Do you think that? I think I know my answer. Do you think that's too much? Um, actually, it was more like probably 12. Okay. But. No, I mean, I thought it was fine because I had a few reaches. Yeah, few I had, in the middle. yeah, I had like four. Who were your reaches? Or, um, Santa Clara was my number one school because my entire family went there. Okay, and what well, like um, on the mom's side, like cousins, like yeah, cousins. Okay, go there. Yeah. Um, and my school, my like lower schools were Arizona, and um, my one of my hires was San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I, I only got accepted to like three or four schools. Yeah, San Diego State was tough. So yeah. let's talk about that. So you applied to twelve, right? And I think mm -hmm. that's a great number because you're gonna have like I say two to three fallbacks, mm -hmm. and you're gonna have two to three stretches, and then everything's in the moderate. So let's. How many schools? Who did you get accepted to? I got accepted to Arizona, um, um, Oregon State, obviously. And I got, I got accepted to, um, those were my main two, uh, I think it was Boulder. Okay. Colorado. Mm -hmm. And you visited all three. Yeah. All right. And did Nick go with you on those visits? No, we, uh, went we separate except for the Oregon cause he, he, yeah, he, I went he got to accepted to Oregon and we just, I stopped by Oregon for a little bit and then went to Corvallis. Okay. Pause there. And then Nick, what schools did you apply to? Um, yeah, applied to like 10 
UCLA was like my number one. There's no chance I was getting into that. <laughs> uh, San Diego State was on there. Uh, Oregon, Auburn, Clemson, and maybe like a Fullerton or something like that. And then who did you take visits? Who did? You, where did you visit? Uh, just Oregon. Like I took tr- trips to Oregon, to Eugene, and then Auburn. Those were the two visits. So what made you decide Auburn? Was that your number one? Um, no, not when I like, not when I got accepted. I mean, I was very excited. Like they were up there. Uh, I went during the spring game. Okay. So, and like just the atmosphere for the spring game was very cool. Like everybody was very up for it. And then, uh, I had a few buddies there. So they showed me around their house. I ended up like rushing that fraternity and they like took me out that night. It was just a ton of fun. So yeah. And the campus is beautiful. It's like brick buildings. It's historic. Yeah, it really Love is. Love it. And everything's low. There's yeah. not like really tall, tall buildings. It's all no. brick yes. and very level. Yes. And then in the fall, you see the rolling hills, the colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the, you get all four seasons in Auburn. You know, like when you get there, it's August. So you still like you get back sweat going to classes. You know, it's very humid. Uh, and then it gets a little colder during winter, but nothing below the forties, I would say, but you still get like the leaves falling, like the flowers coming in spring. It's, I, it, it's not like perfect, you know, it's not Southern California, but I, when you're there, it's, it's pretty good. Like it's, I, I can't disagree. Yeah. And I, I just remember going to the games and the, obviously your, your boys, your guys, like the, the ladies are, are, they're wearing their Southern whatever those boots are and yep. their skirts. And, I mean, <laughs> the, you the can't, sundresses. right? Yeah, They don't even wear like Auburn like stuff. Like no. they wear like dresses and like with, with orange what? and blue, but like not like, what? they don't have like the Auburn. Like, well, then you get the game day pin with it. Um, I'm, there's no way I'm going to complain about <laughs> So wait, let's talk about that because I've had people on here from the South that have transferred from SEC schools, Okay. right? They've transferred from either SEC schools or Texas schools. Uh, again, some of it was pressure from the parents. They're going to the wrong school, I think, right? That mm-hmm. maybe not have okay. been their number one. But do you see like the, the people out there, we're from Southern California, we're from Orange County, right? Do you think they're different out there? Yeah, I mean they're different. Uh, Hit on that. Explain that because you're reval you're you're confirming and validating uh, what we're hearing. But does that do you care? How do you put that in perspective? Well, the thing is, like the the fraternity, like I pledged, was a lot of out of state kids, so it was more of like a melting pot. Okay. But there's definitely like some of the. Like fraternities I rushed, like when you said like where you're from, you get like a, a little bit of it from some people, like a certain look. But that's just because like there's some like groups and it's mostly like just fraternities that are just like so rooted in tradition over there that they like to have like it's the deep south. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I would say like outside of those environments, like it's it's a little bit slower pace, but I mean, everybody's very friendly, like. I, I don't think there's too much of a bias against California kids. Like I, I've done pretty well out there. So I, yeah, I, I, you're, wor- yeah. you're working as a door bouncer. People yeah, like exactly. walk up to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Angela, what about you and Corvallis? What do you see? A lot when I, I, you give your take and I'll give my take of 
my schools in Oregon and Washington? Um, at least for or for Corvallis, like when I was in the dorms, especially like everyone's door is open and everyone's just kind of super nice and really welcoming. And are they tree huggers? Yes or no? Uh, there there are some tree huggers. <laughs> there are definitely some tree huggers. Um, but Birkenstocks. <laughs> oh my goodness, I don't like Birkenstocks personally. But uh, yeah, there's some some they, people they rock that wear Birkenstocks. The too. And, yeah. Do they but, really? Oh yeah. But honestly, oh, yeah. most kids they're just college kids that are just having fun and like to hang out. What advice would you give high school kids today? You know, listening to the podcast as they go through this college search and admission process from the high school side all the way to the college side. We'll start with you, Nick. Um, let's see. I would say try to get somebody like when you visit there, that's been there for over a year, um, to show you around, uh, while you're in high school, I would take that ACT prep seriously because it, it can really boost your score. Because a lot of it's just, like, for the ACT, I felt like it's just stamina. Like, the questions are kind of hard, but they're not that hard individually. It's just that like you have to do so many. And, like, the science thing, like, I remember taking the science last. And, like, those questions weren't hard, but my brain was just fried by then. So that was, like, my worst score. So take that ACT prep seriously um, all the way through because it's mostly about just how, like, mentally strong you are by the time it gets to the end of that test uh other than that i mean just have fun in high school like it's gonna get classes will get harder freshman year you're still it's still like a second senior year i almost feel like yeah it's a bit but uh but yeah junior soft end of sophomore year junior year like it, it gets a little serious so yeah and i hear a lot of kids at least they're, they're from like oregon their high schools were just really easy and they when they got to college they just weren't prepared at all and they were just like oh I just kind of skipped most of my classes and I kind of just got by in high school and now I just can't do that in college and I, I'm like I went to modern day and I just went to every class and I'm just like that was not my experience I really tried hard in high school like I like I buckled down and in like college I've done the same and I've gotten a lot of lot better grades than I did in, in high school in high school yeah if you so what advice would you give to those students Go to every class. Don't skip an 8 a.m. Don't skip a 10 a.m. Because when you do it once, it gets easier the next time. Yeah. It's, it's, you pay so much money and just go to every class. Yeah. It's all about habits in high school because, I mean, in college, sorry. I well, mean, no, it's a little actually, bit both, you hit but it, you build it. Nick, you hit it right on the dot. High school teaches mm. you study habits. Yes. Hey, think about it. I talk to everyone that has careers and interviewing jobs. What they learn in college is not, unless it's very specific, it's the study habits. And I try and teach, tell my kids that, my youngest son who's an eighth grader, study habits, study habits, because that's going to help you in high school to prepare you. Because you're in charge of 24 hours of your day in college. Like in high school, I mean, probably at the beginning of high school, you're, you can maybe decide like four hours out of your day. By the end of high school, maybe you get a little bit more freedom, but maybe you get busier. So it matters if you stay, stay yeah, at sports. Yeah, exactly. So maybe you have six hours of the day that you could kind of decide what you want to do with it. College, it's all you. Every habit is what you. And you have build. enough. You have enough time in college for school. Like everyone has enough time. It's just 
how you use the time. Yeah. Like it's like how much you want to put on your plate. Yeah. How much how you want to have fun. Yeah. Let's let's end as we wrap up. Uh, first, what advice would you give parents listening? I mean, do do you think did you obviously I asked you the question? Did you feel pressure from your parents? Uh, we hear students get pressure from their parents, but mm -hmm. as well as when you're in high school. Where are you going? Like what? Right, my daughter's a senior right now at Modern Day. Where, where are you going? Where are you going? Like that's a lot of pressure for like three or four months. Yeah, there's yeah. enough pressure on kids in high school already. Like they 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 know or at least like 99 percent of the some kids of them know. Need a nudge. Some of them need a nudge. Some <laughs> told You're right. Me. Yeah, they, do. they do. But so what do you most tell parents? Kids, even if like the kid doesn't seem super into it and they don't seem like they're worried about it, they're they still are. very worried about it. Like they just they would rather just have fun and talk and like unless like you see your kid just not doing homework at all like they're they're worried about it all right so john and your mom yeah. are in town where are you telling them to take you to dinner Ooh. all right there's a few spots but the hound is the number one spot very nice restaurant yeah they pick up the bill uh, and we love when the parents pick up the bill. Of course, parents' weekend is the best. You know, you get those leftovers, you eat out at the mm -hmm. nice places. So, the Hound, Hamilton's is a very nice place. I've been to once. I saw Charles Barkley there. Got there a you go, with him. Chuck. Yep. Uh, and Live Oaks. Those are what I'd say. Those top three places when your parents are taking you to dinner. Corvallis. Where are we going to dinner? Block fifteen. It's the best. It has. The PB&J burger is just delicious. Selling it. PB&J yeah. burger. Definitely. All right. You wake up with a hangover. Where are you going to have breakfast? Beaver Hut. It's cheap. It's delicious. It has a good variety. Definitely. Uh, Waffle House. Yes. you. All of you guys who have not had <laughs> Waffle House. It's a it's, southern thing, yeah. by the way. I mean, it's We not, love the Waffle House. Yes. I'll say it's yes. better, better southern. Yeah. To get the chocolate chip waffles. That's what I would say, and like the egg bowl. That's my go-to order. Late night munchies. Where are we going? Hmm. Um. Anywhere really. Uh, Chipotle. Um, is really good. There's all, not Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco, Taco Bell. Bell is where everyone. goes You could do to. that here. Yeah, yeah but, but it's still it's cheap. Like, Taco cheap. Bell's good. I, yeah. like, I like Taco Bell. Yeah. Well, you know what? I can't bag on it because I, I just my roommate uh, in college. We used to go. To Taco Bell all the time. We exactly. used to get Nacho Bell Grande, and then how we ordered it was Nacho Bell Grande, no beans, okay. and Ooh. extra, extra, extra meat. So they're thinking extra meat, right? I say no. You hit extra three times. Extra, extra, extra meat, and then your chips never get soggy because oh. you just have the beef and the chip, and you oh. have the extra meat. But the beans, you gotta say no beans. Okay. So, all right, late night munchies. Where are we going, Nick and Auburn? Uh, Taco Bell's a spot more close to only Auburn. There's like there's like a pizzeria place. I think it's really just called Pizzeria or yeah, and it's just like on the corner of Tumors uh McDonald's. I go often. But yeah, I would say Taco Bell, McDonald's. Well, you've just heard an episode with uh, Nick Orsini, Angela Orsini talking Auburn, Wardam Eagle Tigers, and Oregon State Beavers up in Corvallis, both juniors on track to graduate as this podcast gets bigger and grows. 
eventually we take it from not only from high school to college, then since I know how to interview a lot of people, uh, it's the real job, right? I want to be yeah. take, uh, I just had some guests on graduating college and we talk about yeah. now, what are you doing? And if you look back on it from high school to college, what did you learn? Because what students say their freshman year is completely different than what they're saying their juniors and senior years. So I want to thank you. You guys have been great guests. Uh, back from the break and you're headed to go back this week. Yep. As well as you, right? Yep. All right. And then we're going to go. Uh, are we going to follow Auburn Tiger basketball this year? Yes. We are one of the only two undefeated teams in the nation. Us in San Diego State. We're up to number eight in the polls and watch us keep on climbing. All right. Keep your eye out for it. Auburn will be playing Kentucky and then they're going to play the Georgia Bulldogs on January 11th. You're going to be there. I'll think of you if you're at. Yes. I'll. Definitely try to be at that game if I'm not working. And Oregon State, they are a threat in the Pac-12. Oregon, obviously, but oh, yeah. Oregon State has Wayne Tinkle and his son. Oh, Wayne Tinkle's. Uh, his son's a stud. And then, obviously, Ethan Thompson, who played at Bishop Montgomery. Yep. So we, we don't need to talk about the football game. Yeah. <laughs> so we want to thank, again, the Ursini brothers. Thing one, thing two, we want to thank Murph Cargis, our executive producer, You've been listening to the student manager. Our corporate sponsor for today's show is the Newport Rib Company. We got a lot of competition, but our ribs don't. You, you guys, your your dad just taught you so well with that line. John Orsini, Newport Beach Rib Company. Go out there, tell him Fonger News wants you to try his food. Only appetizers, right? He's gonna be yeah, free you. appetizer if you mention this podcast. There you go. Yeah. We might just boost up our followers <laughs> and listeners. With that, Fonger News out.